Hey guys, it's Humper Dumper Days. <laughs> Humper Dumper Day. <laughs> Say that three times fast. Yes, it's still the first week of um, August and we're at Wednesday now. So I was going to go and discuss a little bit of the bumps in the road this week and kind of talk about trying on new things, but um, I think I'm going to skip it. Only because I want to, because the topic of today is I'm going to be discussing pet peeves. And one of my pet peeves, even with myself, is uh, sort of telling stories and then it falls into sort of like a, it's either a comparison game or it just regenerates those feelings. And when you've worked through them and you keep telling the stories again, it generates all that anxiety again. It is great when you're telling a story about getting through things. Love that. And um, and I am actually quite pleased that I am, but it's still not completely finished. And I know that if I start, it's just going to generate it. So I'm going to let that go. And that is a pet peeve. It's a pet peeve even to sit there and talk to people and you go to tell a story and then they either have a worse story or they're frustrated or it's like um, you start to talk and it's almost like the thing happened again. Now, of course, on a podcast, you can't talk back, <laughs> but my brain can and I, I just don't feel like activating this this stuff again. So moving on, especially since it's Wednesday and you and let's let's sail over that. So um, in Mental Girl Book One, I do discuss my issue with my pet peeves. And I definitely have them. And uh, my list isn't short. Uh, I'm still working on it, but things bug me. I'm what I call a sensi. It's a sensitive person. I'm emotionally sound and spiritually sensitive. You know, I fought it for many years, but it's me. And you know what? It's actually ended up making me a more compassionate, tolerant, intelligent, and funny person. And yes, I can say that because I do feel good about myself. And that's really important. Those who knew me, those words didn't just so easily escape my mouth, you know, so that's a good thing. So uh, if, it's definitely challenging to get bugged by shit, you know, I don't really care for it because I get like edgy and twitchy and achy. But if I give myself room to process, usually that's my uh, flag or that's my cue that I'm overwhelmed and I need time to figure out how to either communicate calmly, clearly and compassionately so that things can go better. If I allow myself to figure out how to deal or tolerate or move through a pet peeve, you know, pet peeves cause irritation, things like that, then I, 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 it's better for me. So uh, some of them I can work through with my inner tribe because I can request or ask for some modifications or if they can knock that shit off. <laughs> if I can do it with humor and it works great, if I can do it with beautiful, loving communication, that's great and I can get my needs met but not every time and not with everyone. So what do I do? So uh, I guess uh, choice number one is to sit and ruminate, um, which is just, it's exhausting. The what ifs start, the anger forms. It's not the greatest, you know. But however, if I spend some really good time with myself processing self-care, saying, all right, I'm frustrated, what's going on? and I invite the solution-based thinking and my rational thought, I can work through it, you know. Um, and other times I actually will just say, ah, I guess I have to fucking deal with this until I can get to uh, safety <laughs> or a quiet place. 
So uh, I'm going to go over a few. Let's get to it. Um, I there is a habit, a, a pet peeve that just it, it annoys me. It's so freaking disgusting and gross. And I'll get this one out of the way because just thinking about it gets me a little fired up. When people spit on the ground outside. Now, hold up. We've all had that moment. It's a moment of desperation. Something gets in your mouth, like I've added a bug or a bad taste, and it's something foul and patooey. You have to do it. And you, like, either if you're lucky and you can grab your um, Kleenex or something, that's great. But we've all had those moments where we just have to, ah, spit. And I get that. That's a survival skill, and that I'll give that loophole. And I have to say, when I do it, I'm even grossed out with myself. Um, and if I have a water bottle, I'll water over it, you know. But people walking around the streets and just hawking a freaking loogie, that shit is so gross. And it happened the other day, I was out watering, and I, it was just gross. And just stop it. <laughs> Please stop it. I have family members, and I've gotten on them for this crap. But I can't go around yelling at everybody, so I couldn't yell at the guy who was doing it down the street. And if, you know what it is, too? Like, I've been out walking, I've been a jogger, and he does it. And I get it, he's jogging and everything, but, like, then do it without anyone seeing you, for God's sake, you know? It's just so gross. So, like I said, I just, I can't. I'm not their mother. Um, you know, I just feel like you spit on the ground, and you're just not considering the rest of us, including dogs and kids and elderly who don't see that disgusting shit and stuff in it. And it's just, yeah, stop it. Please stop it. <laughs> Now, before I get all rattled and angry, so what I tell myself is, okay, I guess I do need to keep my eyes open a lot and sidestep stuff because people are gross. And I just really hope all the time that I don't drop the ball and step in it and try to remember to wipe my feet off when I get home and take lots of deep breaths because this one really bothers me. But... Um, you know, moving on. Oh, I did want to say for those of you out there, since, you know, since we do have this virus and they have said that virus is in spit, that's why, please stop. Okay, deep breathing, deep breathing. Um, the other thing too is just, you know, life is life. So you got to move, you got to move with it. Um, next pet peeve. Let's see. Oh, and I'll circle back real quick reason why I said all that too is because if you are a spitter and you didn't even really think about this like it was just one of those things you just thought ah, oh, what's the big deal that's why so okay next pet peeve is chewing chewing loudly chewing with your mouth open while talking and ah I don't know what that is egads for the love of Pete um, it's like I know we've all done it you know especially the gum chewers they just love to smack and I've done it when I've been like really excited and I'm like yamming, yammering with the family and it's been pointed out to me and then I get super embarrassed. Um, but, uh, you know, it's just the other person has to sit there and they're trying to communicate with you or sit with you. You know, when, I, when I've been sitting with family members, it's like I, left, I listen to that smacking and I see the food and the food is flying and it's just gross. So again, please stop. <laughs> Um, I just, you know, this is a hard one because, uh, you know, I, 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 I can tell some people, but I don't want to embarrass people, you know, um, 
it's just, it, it really is. I guess growing up, you know, my father really instilled it was poor manners to do that, and it's very unattractive. Um, on the other side, I am so super sound sensitive. So that smacking and chewing, um, I have a family member who eats an apple so loud, it's like, oh my God, my whole body like cringes. So um, how do I deal? <laughs> And again, with close people, I can tell them. I can just go, look, I'm sorry. I am sound sensitive. Just would you mind maybe trying to chew a little bit with your mouth closed or a little bit quieter? If I'm not able to communicate my feelings or needs and I need to deal with it, um, you know, like I said, I don't want to embarrass people or lecture people. I can, but it's exhausting and frankly toxic, I think. So um, basically, I will walk away. I just get up and walk away. I'll be like, oh, you know what? I need to get something from the kitchen. <laughs> or I need to go over here. I take a walk. Or, oh my God, my back hurts. I need to stretch and walk over here. That way I can go and deal with my sound sensitivity. And hopefully by the time I get back, they will be finished with whatever thing they are eating. So, um, the, you know, and, and I know it's, it's some people, it's just habits. They just, they got through a habit. Maybe they like it. Maybe there's something about that smacking that just makes them appreciate food. I don't know. So, um, but those of you who didn't know, there you go. Okay, on to the next one. This is fun. I get to share and vent, and then hopefully you get to go either that one's like me or maybe you do it and you didn't know it and you're hearing me talk and woo maybe I'm solving an issue here. <laughs> So the next one is uh, people who interrupt me when I talk, and I I do it too. I get very excited in the conversation, and um, but I catch myself, you know. I'll say, oh, "I'm sorry, please continue. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm just so excited to share." But I'll start a story. I mean, I'll start a story by saying, "Hey, I want to share a story with you. It's great. It's got twists and turns. But if you can stay with me, I'd like to share it." I'll say, "Are you ready? Because I really want to tell you this story." I get two fucking seconds into the story and get interrupted so they can tell me their fucking story. And I was on to mine, and that really pisses me off because I become this little girl, and I'm feeling like that's not fair, especially when I'm talking about a story and they interrupt me to tell me a story that, like, sort of like they had a story like my story, but I wasn't even done yet, you know? And then I'll interrupt back because I'm kind of frustrated. And then it's a competition to talk. And I've had situations where literally they tell me now I'm interrupting. And I started. But what do you do? I'm going to go back and forth and say, I started, I started. So solutions, what are the solutions? Um, basically, I'm definitely working on getting to the point when I talk. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to edit my, my stories, try to get them more, a little bit more exciting so maybe people don't interrupt me. Um, I'm getting also to the point that when someone interrupts me to just stop talking. I mean, really, they're not interested. I've lost their attention and that's it. It hurts my feelings, but do I want to get all twitchy and bitchy and try to get them to listen when it's become quite obvious? You know, they either don't give a shit or they're just, they want to tell their story. I mean, honestly, it's rude when you interrupt people. It's rude when I do it. It's basically telling the other person that your story is more important. And uh, so why do I want to continue to waste my breath trying to compete, you know? The other thing is, and sometimes if someone's continually interrupting me, you know, I might just get up and walk away. <laughs> oh, I'll be right back. 
Or I actually, this is a good one for me. I might say, you know what? You keep interrupting me and it's really important for me to share this story with you. I was really excited. And if they're aware, they will apologize and listen. You know, if the story is important, they've got two choices, either to communicate, you know, with me and have the art of communication, which is I talk, you talk, you know, you can get excited and say, hey, you really reminded me of a story. You know, it strengthens the relationship. Or fuck it, if they're not interested, you know, just that's fine. I'll try to breathe and I just know that this isn't a person that I can have conversations with. So let's see, I have one more, I think. Oh, this is a good one. Hypocrites. I am so embarrassed when I am a hypocrite. I don't like it. And I spot myself when I do it. And I mean, it's just one of those things. And I want to admit it because if I didn't admit it, then I would fall in the trap of being one. But for those people who don't notice and they're constantly criticizing and judging and just being big meanies makes me so frustrated. Oh my God. It's just like, it's right there. They just, it's just so unaware. So how do I deal? Well, sometimes I call them out. Sometimes I do. If I'm dealing with a person who I realize is self-aware but might be having a moment where they're forgetting something and need to be reminded, I'll do it. You know, and definitely has been pointed out to me. And again, it's embarrassing. It's uncomfortable. But if you really want to take a step up and just call it out, it's great. Um, sometimes things are just going to go sour, you know. And this is, a, this is a flag to me. It's a big flag. If a person doesn't want to change or grow, and you're trying to have a conversation about this and, and you actually want to kind of like get the more meatiness in the relationship and they don't, then you might have to scoot back a little bit, you know, because I'll have to take some deep breathing. Now, because the people who aren't self-aware and when I like almost kind of don't want to be self-aware, you know, it, it's, to me, it's a sign of insecurity. You know, I've, that's, I, I mean, that's exactly what's going on with me when I do it. If I'm feeling insecure or jealous or angry or anxious and I start finding flaws in other people so I feel better, ugh, and guess what? It doesn't really work for me. It makes me feel like shit. So before I spiral, you know, I try to catch it and correct it and breathe through it. And if someone else is doing it, I try to remember what is actually going on here instead of screaming, hey, that's not fair, mm-hmm. you do it. Because if they're not aware, it's just going to get more sticky. And it'll get me more riled up. So, you know, I got to do my own work. It's not my job to do someone else's work for them. So, so I won't go down too many because I call them uh, pet peeves can be a little bit like gremlins. <laughs> if you focus on them too much and start to give them too much attention, they grow. So uh, lots of deep breathing, lots of self-care. And remember, there are tons of people out there working on themselves. I am, you are, you know, see, and look at that. That's a pivot. That's a pivot. You get frustrated and you pivot for your own self-care. So, all right. Well, thanks for listening. And um, again, please favor and like and retweet podcasts on my podcast and blog. It's so appreciated. I'm trying to build up here and it just, it really helps. There's a message button on Anchor. I would love to hear messages. Of course, PG, of course, and sweet. And, you know, your thoughts on the, on the podcast. Um, And, um, or just how mental girls working for you. That would be awesome. Uh, and uh, just thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening. Till next time.